good people of Los Angeles and those with Angelino sympathies elsewhere. Mm, I like when you include that. I'm just saying some people who aren't not in LA. We got the UK people, the France people, the the LAFC patties. They're all over the world now. Maybe they're listening to this too. We got we got they're listeners okay. in other countries. Josh. Hey, LAFC UK. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tonight on the podcast we had Ruben from Bonestorm at Bonestorm on Instagram. At LAFC. Oh, I'm sorry, Bonestorm. LAFC Bonestorm on Instagram. Uh, he comes by. We talk about the Simpsons. We talk about punk, mm-hmm. the punk scene in LA players' responsibilities are and are not. Uh, talk a little bit about Carlos Vela, player who's playing out of his skin right now. We kind of just have a long conversation about all the things we think are great. Ladies and gentlemen, we are inside a Dweezy's house at Expo Park. There are rice cookers going off. The Pendulce guy did pull through real quick. Uh, it was windy outside, so we're in a different venue, so you might hear a little more echo. Uh, I have a potty mouth, so this is not safe for children or for work. You're- FCFC. Josh Spice. You're <laughs> such an ugly noise. <laughs> that's the best. That's the so, best my one. left, I got Mr. A. Dweez, the man with the stash. It's a windy day, so we're, we're not in our usual setting. We're inside today, so you might hear some rice cookers go off. But Dweez does have the front door open, so we get a little bit of that outdoor vibe. We're trying to keep a continuous vibe here. It won't be the same unless we can hear some, some horns. Exterior I'm, noises. I'm hoping the Pendulce homie comes through. Uh, but today, we have a special guest today. You guys all know him as at LAFC Bone Storm. He's the guy that when you saw that Simpsons Revenge list, he's the guy that you didn't at to give him his credit. So uh, shout out LAFC Bone Storm. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Thanks for coming through. That's what two it is. Yeah. We're back to the henny today, y'all. The Asians are smiling on me. LAFC Bone Storm. I think Dwee said it earlier is uh, the funniest and best meme provider in LAFC realm, no, or MLS th- realm. I think I told you when I saw you on, we were all at uh, the fields on Saturday watching the LAFC DC United match. Ruben came up and introduced himself. I mentioned he was a listener of the pod, which just warmed my heart, but then he was like, yeah, Bonestorm, and I was like, oh dude, Bonestorm is like the most consistently funny LAFC related thing. Like, in, in, my, in my opinion. I mean, I'll go beyond the memes thing. Just like, that's the thing that I consistently see. And I'm just like, yeah. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. It makes <laughs> oh, me yeah. happy. Um, I don't have skills at all. Like, Ruben is one of those one of those people, you can take some visual thing, like symbols, you know, uh, like people who can, like, put symbols together in new and interesting ways for different things. Josh probably knows about this type of shit. I have no talent doing any of that. So when I, like, look at a Simpsons thing... That you guys put out, the, the, I mean, the Revenge List is probably my favorite. That was the thing the that best, I mentioned yeah. I just, I just loved it, and it like, it like triggers some thing in my brain, like from as a kid watching The Simpsons. Obviously, cartoons are a huge part of what I was raised on. I'm sure what a lot of us were raised on, and to like have that kind of intervene into my LAFC world and to my soccer world has been like really fun and like cool and 
shit, man, let me stop talking about yeah. my <laughs> bold, big ideas. Ruben, tell us about how you fucking started Bonestorm. All right. First thing first. It's not just me. It's, oh, yeah. uh, I have my, my partner, German. Mm-hmm. Like, so me and him, 50-50. Okay. Right. But shout I will take to, credit. Shout out to German. German. Shout out to German. I, German. I know he's. We, I met you on Saturday too, my dog. <laughs> I know he's like listening to the first, your first two minutes talking. He's like, motherfucker, you better say something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like uh, me and him. We started it, and uh, well, I will take full credit for that revengeless because I remember I was like, so this season was like the first season I got season. German, you hear that? Like, it's fifty-one forty-nine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> for that one idea, and I was like looking at my Ticketmaster tickets when I finally got them. And I was like, man, I was like, I can't wait for this game. I can't wait for this game. And I was like, I can't wait to get back on this guy and this. And I was like, it just hit me. Like, you know, one of those things where you're like, fucking revenge, revengeless. Like, mm-hmm, I need yeah. to do this. Like, because it's such a, a big deal, you know? Like, yeah. like everyone, you know, they, you know, the YouTube videos are always like, oh, we're back. We're going to be stronger. And you believe it. Dude, you want to believe it. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's us. And so that's why I was like, okay, I have to do this. Because, like, I want everyone to... Like revenge season. That's yeah, what yeah, we want to do. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, and I'm glad that one hit. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, it yeah. hits so hard because, like, as great as we're back for season two sounds like in in marketing heads, like yeah. revenge season has has a certain tone to it. Yeah, that's yeah. a little uh, that's a little venomous, oh, right? Yeah. And I think the team has been playing up to that <laughs> regard all season, where it's yeah. like we're coming for the throat, we're coming for yeah. blood, and uh, oh, dude. dude he, You've been able to cross off how many people? Was it yeah. six? Three, six, and we got three. Oh and man! The other three, come on, we're gonna. I feel like the last, the last three are just more mental. We're yeah, coming yeah, yeah. for you. <laughs> so how did Bonestorm itself start? It was me and German. My first LAFC game was the second one, right? Mm-hmm. And I fucking, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is the fucking greatest thing. I need to bring all my friends. Yeah. German was one of those guys mm-hmm. I brought. And same thing. He was like, dude, I'm coming to every fucking game with you. Like, awesome. that's it. And so me, him, and another friend of ours, Louis, um, we all were, we every game. And then so it was like, ah, shit, I want to say it was around May. So the second game, the second game at home, you mean? Yeah, second, yeah, second at home game. Which was against Dallas. Yes, Dallas. I see Dallas. The one, yeah, one, yeah. Because right? I, I, it was, it was one of those dumb moments where I pulled out my phone. I was like, I want to record this, and then you just see LAC running, and then you see Beta Short get the thing and fucking scores, and I'm like, hey. oh, it's perfect. I have my first fucking viewing of the goal on video. Right. That's awesome. So I was like, that's fucking dope. Like that's one of my favorite things. Put ever. that in the time capsule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like save it forever. But yeah, uh, we kept coming to games over and over and over, and we, me and him, loved this. Like you know, just I think we we're all like around the same age, right? We were mm-hmm. talking about, dude, you would see the reruns every day, every day. It's the Pandulce guy, a little faded in the back. <laughs> we might be inside, but the Pandulce yeah. comes through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lives in our hearts. But yeah, uh, I would not, not, nonstop. It would be what, like six, and then again at seven, and he does it, dude. He just hang out, watch it, like all right, cool, I'm gonna go play. Same That's thing dope. for him. So me and German would always, and even when we met, like, you know, later, like, Simpsons, why not? Hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I've never loved anything like that, like, where, you know, you would sit down and you, like, watch every episode over and over and analyze those jokes, and you get grew up, and you're like, oh, dude, these jokes are getting fucking funnier. Yeah. Until I went to the LAC game, and I was just like, whoa, like, I fucking love this instantly. Like, right. how did that happen? So it was like, as so we was, it, was it honestly just like something, so it triggered almost like a similar feeling. Yeah. Like, like that's what... And we were, were just talking, we're like, why don't we just... Like making me like I think we were sharing like gifts to each other like just like oh dude this is, like how you felt when at this game or this loss and right. we're like why don't we just combine the two 
why don't we do it? Like, yeah, fuck, it'd be super easy. And he, for sure, he, I remember he did the first, like, meme, and he mm-hmm. sent it to me, and he was like, oh, we should do this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, fuck yes. Like, let's, let's do either of you have, like, a graphic design background? Uh, I went to, no, like, for, like, one semester, show my parents that I wasn't doing jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> I went to- Show them the Simpsons yeah. account, bro. Be uh, like, yo, what did you I'm not doing anything, I'm on a podcast. What have you been doing? 400 followers, check this out, mom. Yeah, no, that's, that's, so the little Photoshop I have is, like, that mm-hmm. so, gotcha. yeah but it's enough I yeah mean, it's enough to like, yeah they look nice and then he has like the app on his phone to like edit pictures and stuff like that hmm, gotcha so bro yeah. we're getting real this is like the internet-y internet episode this is at the, yeah. the crux of everything <laughs> like when you're when you see like the two things you love lafc simpsons and you're like how do i combine them what are the Simpsons moments that first come out there? Like, these are great reaction shots. Like, are you thinking about episodes right away? Are you thinking about different Homer reactions, Bart reaction? What's, what's, what are the first, like, three Yeah, you have, I mean, about? how many Simpsons seasons? This is an archival. This is like, yeah. I mean, it's like we're talking like 27, 30 seasons. Yeah. Like that. Oh, no, dude. We stick, Hundreds you know. of thousands yeah. of moments. Right. Yeah, you stick to season two to nine. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Uh, this is a little bit of ten. Yeah, yeah, you know. The but, primes. Yeah, 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 but like, these are the episodes I saw back and forth, you know. Gotcha, and, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, there's definitely moments I'll be sitting there and I'll be watching the game and I'm like, oh my god, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like I showed you guys, I was showing uh, a couple guys like uh, who were like realized, oh, you're bone sore and blah blah blah. And I was like, we're at the DC game, mm. and I was like, oh, don't worry, look, I have this meme ready because I already knew what it was gonna happen. Like we were gonna beat the shit out of them. Mm. I was so <laughs> happy, and that's what I have like the Willie holding onto the wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game, blah, blah. Like you know, there, there's just some you have ready. Last season, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have these ready. I don't want to jinx anything, and nothing got jinxed. So I was like, perfect. I know what I want. Hey. <laughs> How often are you dropping them? We want to do at least like once a week. Uh-huh. Like, well, like when the games are going on. Three times a day, bro. That's yeah. why. That's why. Just straight to the vein. Yeah. I need Simpsons, LAFC <laughs> memes all the time. See, but then you just you. It's too many. Yeah, it's too, too, too many. Yeah, I like I like your approach. I like this. I like the once a week idea. That's because you don't like the internet, Alex. I do not like the internet. <laughs> not that I don't like the internet, guys. Let me clarify this for everybody. No, you're a weirdo, bro. The internet is not a good place for curious people. I'm convinced. It's not that I don't like anything on the internet. I like everything on the internet. That's we, the problem. is a flat earther. That's I what, want to read. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I want to read about all the things. Yes, I know. I've given this example many times. If there was a some article online about like some really intricate way cabinets were built in like the 1950s in I don't know South yeah. Dakota. I would honestly read that article, and I'm not just saying that. Oh, just yeah. end up at Pornhub at midnight like normal people. What is wrong with you? Uh, I don't well, know. Yeah. Or asking, I've been asking myself that for a long time. It turned into the Unabomber. This is why I love cur- curation for me is like where things are at now. Because yeah. we're, we're inundated with everything, so curation is super important. Listeners, and the word of the podcast this week is curation. I love it. Curation. Ruben, is it... um? I didn't realize, I thought the Bonestorm account name was just because you're just like a hardcore dude, like, and it's not the hardcore, <laughs> but I forgot that it was a video game in The yes. Simpsons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, oh, so, man. We, we, yeah, so, so, yeah, break down for people. Oh, the name, the name yeah, is the so name, That was the first thing we are like, all right, we're going to do Simpsons memes, we need to have an awesome Simpsons name. <laughs> dude, at first it was like uh, LAFC Willies, because it would be funny to like, oh, you know, yeah. Groundskeeper Willie, but also Willies, because we're still kids and we love that, it's a funny, stupid name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We wanted to go stone cutters, but I felt like that was too obvious. Is that is that the 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 the, the cult that yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah like that was that one and the then, Freemason gotcha yeah. gotcha. Uh, but yeah, we kept throwing them around, and then but we just like what about Bone Storm? And it was like yeah, like fuck and that's, yeah. it's in one episode. Yeah, it's in right? one episode. It's which episode? 
Season. Uh, fuck, oh, season seven, episode eleven. Whoa! Seven Eleven, y'all. The only reason I know this is because we have our jerseys and we're like, this is Bone Storms in the back, and we're just like, all right, what are the numbers? They're like, oh well, I'll be episode seven, he, or season seven, he'll be episode uh, eleven. That's, yeah. So if you see those Bone Storm jerseys marching around. Oh, you won't see it because I'm in love with that Tyler Miller yellow jersey, dude. Like. <laughs> Like, as much as I want to roll Bone Storm, I'm like, dude, that. Fucking. So you got one of the yellow ones. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to be there, but I fucking made myself be there. That's it. Was it the... the I, I'm not a fan of that. Away kit. At all. Oh, the street? Yeah, the street. It's grown on me. Weird. Initially, though. I wasn't yeah, a fan. Yeah, I'm still not a fan. But, the but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kit. But that day, it was like, oh, we're going to drop it. The jersey release part, you know. And I was in bed. I was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then, like, 10 minutes later, secretly, the LAC HQ is like, hey, we also have this. Tyler Miller jersey, right. limited quantities, and I was, was just like, secret. I legit just got up and I was like, Uber, let me get the fuck over there right now. Dude. I was like, I need to go get it because it's what I love about it is like the limited uh, quantity stuff always sells out and it's always awesome. Like mm-hmm. it's always fun. You hype beast, yeah, yeah. dude. Just for LAFC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what other what other limited quantity merch have we had? We've had the parlay kits, the parlay which have been ridiculous the green, to find. The green hats, green hats. Um, certain and the jackets scarves. are now freaking um, yeah. limited quantity. I don't, I haven't. People jump on those like. Crazy, yeah. Man. Wait, which scarf? The uh, blackout scarf. No, and the no, green, the, heels, the green, the green, uh, the green yeah. the Irish scarf. There was yeah, a, yeah. the Celtic scarf. Yeah, that oh, that sold out yeah. already. Well, even the scarf's scarf from Defenders of the Bank. Oh sold yeah. Out. The, uh, Shout out to out. Defenders of the Bank. Yeah, yeah. Your the scarf, scarf. What's scarf? on the scarf? Colasso. Colasso. Yeah. I know. I wish they would make more of those because that'd be dope. Just fucking the whole. It's cultural appropriation scarf. Scarf, come on the pod. Philly and Scarf, they've actually said they, they'd love to come on the pod, so we need it. I've never met them before. Where are they? They're really chill. They're yeah. fucking yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tailgate. They're tailgating. No. We're coming no, over to your place. You're going you're gonna to give us a Yeah, you guys have more mics. Yeah. We got one mic. Ruben, don't don't let the cat on the back, right? We got one mic on the system. Shout out Nas. Yeah. Always, always shout out. Now. All right, Wait, so, okay. Go, you go first. My question was gonna be in the Simpsons, Bone Storm, the video game. This one season, what the hell is the video game about? Oh, uh, it's a fighting game, like Mortal Kombat. That's the whole point. It's just a violent. Is it a medieval? No, no, no. Game? It's was just, just any, ridiculous. Like, no, no. They like copy, like copy yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat because yeah. they have that st- the the sword though, right? There's like uh, the it's a sword, sword, but it's like two fists, and they have like the leather cuff yeah. stuff, like yeah. And the heroes like Goro, Goro, sort of yeah, arms. Like you see it. What about it stuck out to you? Like, why do you remember? Uh, it? I love it because I've always loved that logo. That's like one oh, okay, of the best logo. fucking logos ever. It's like medieval, like, like yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just you know, '90s video games, like fucking that. Just like it's violent. It's you know, the thunder in the background, yeah, the yeah. fucking name, Bone Star. Like, it's, <laughs> that's all you love, dude. That's all you love, Mortal Kombat, dude. Fuck, yeah. I still love Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's that's so awesome. Yeah. Who's your who's your character, in Mortal Kombat? Scorpion, man. Mm. Scorpion, because I just get over here. Super easy to fucking Young do that Dewey's combo. Put on, put on the, the soundboard right here. <laughs> Scorpion, get over here. Every once in a while, he listens to the request and he's like, all right. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, so don't worry. For the for the IG post for this, we'll have um, Ruben's head on Goro's uh, body with the Bone Storm font. So we'll, we'll get that we'll get that on deck. But um, Oh, yeah? You're going you're gonna to do it. Who's going to do it? So, well, no, but Josh uh, is the worry, one. We're, we're letting you in on secrets here. Josh is the one that puts together the graphics and the images for us. Those dope right. ass screenshots, guys. <laughs> I'll be taking people screenshots. I'll be just putting it in Photoshop. So Graphic work. game strong around here. Screw you, Reynaldinho. I'm just saying, getting back to the internet and getting back to curation, I think this is why, like, when I see stuff like what they're putting out, I'm just like, damn, like, this is this is dope because it's, like, I mean, LAFC in general, man, you can get lost on 
any of the social media channels on LAFC stuff by itself for hours. Completely. For you yeah, just like yeah. get get lost in there, right? But what you guys are doing is like distinct from everything else that yeah. I see on there. Like a lot of it's other like the same stripe. And so I love like just well curated ideas and like well executed stuff and I'm super psyched to have you. But like for you outside of you guys' stuff, like what on online when you're looking at LAFC stuff like inspires? No, I'm more of like the humor side, like I love how like like everyone's so awesome about that shit. Like everyone you know uh, supports and takes care of each other, like all that awesome stuff, right? Uh, I'm like I wish I had time for that, but fucking I work a shitload. <laughs> I, I want to do all that stuff, but a lot of times it's like you know big family, a lot of time, a lot of work. Most of them don't got time for your yeah. Your family so it's friend like so right I'm like humor always helps, you know. Yeah, like, man. Dude, you just go through your Instagram, you see our, our post, you laugh, perfect. That's yeah. it. That's all we want to do. Just a, a little joke here and there. Like, sometimes it's at teams, it's at ourselves, it's for, you know, just... Super important, man. Like, MLS in general, I think, it needs to be at a place where it can laugh at itself. Yeah. Because I think for it's always an uphill battle for MLS, right? Like, you're trying to, like, have other people take you seriously or come to the games and forever that was a battle. Right. I don't think LAFC has to really fight that battle anymore. Enough people have been to games now that they're enjoying it. They don't need to... So there's a lot more room for levity and for humor and for, you know, people to just... Crack a joke. Yeah, you kind of like. Um, I've heard from a lot of the couples that we met who were like, "Oh, your bones are more something." Their favorite one was the uh, if you saw the uh, Barrio Angelinos meme where he's like he's looking at his big hand, yeah. and it's like everyone trying to learn the lyrics before <laughs> the next season. Because that's how I felt, dude. I was just like, I love this chant and I, I know it, but it's just yeah. like when it comes to cheering and I'm drinking, I'm like, I'll I'll, fuck, I'll just clap. I know, <laughs> Sam, like, Sam and I will. Uh... <laughs> We got we got the beginning and the end down. Yes, we did. It's that middle part. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot more words in the middle than there I are. Still be I, moving, yeah. I still be moving my mouth and clapping. Yeah. So like, yeah. like I, I try to inspire the other Latinos. Like I better yeah. not be looking like I'm singing this louder <laughs> than you guys. <laughs> yeah. hey, but Sam, Sam actively yeah. antagonizes our Latino fan base when he says, What the fuck? Why are you guys, why am I singing this louder than you right now? Yeah, hell yeah. During yeah. every game. Every even, game. I don't even know what the fuck I'm singing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. Yeah. But, uh, uh, like, kind of on that same note, like, all right, so the Cuervos seem to have, like, a special bond with the Simpsons. Right. You have this special bond with the Simpsons. It, like, did, does the Simpsons have, like, some type of cultural bond with, like, the Latino community that's in America? Uh, I don't know. No, I think it just, the Simpsons, one thing is just goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, uh, Simpsons in Spanish is one of the best, like, for people who know Spanish, watch Simpsons in Spanish if you haven't. Uh-huh. The jokes are a little more different because mm-hmm. a lot of jokes don't transfer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. And the voice acting is awesome. Okay. Like, I fucking, I remember that's how I learned Spanish, like, because, you know, Spanish is a second language to me, so it's like... It's kind of like the more immigrant side of the mm-hmm. Latino culture, I feel like they learned a lot of their English from the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, you like know from watching, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From the so, reruns. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of what I was referring to because yeah. I feel like, well, like me growing up, like, you know, all of... Korean parents always send their kids to Korean school, but mm-hmm. unless you are watching Korean TV, you never really learn how to speak Korean. Yeah. Right? Right, right, right. Like, so that's why there's so many Korean kids that went to Korean school that don't know how to speak a lick of Korean now. Because we weren't absorbing any TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. I actually have a couple, like, shout out Daniel Diaz. I know he's a good listener of the pod. He His, his screen names are always... Simpsons related, like when we got this, when we got to college and stuff, it was like Homer, the Donut King, or something like that. Yeah. It was all these Simpsons, and then I remembered like some of his homies were like really into the Simpsons, and then I was like, okay, so is this like, is there like a whole subculture thing? But then what you just brought up, how it, you said Spanish was your second language, right? Yeah. So you, but you were also saying like in Spanish, 
The Simpsons is different and yeah. it's cool and it's interesting. Maybe it's one of the shows that like was able to be great in English and great in Spanish, which let's be honest, for anyone who's ever watched any dubbed anything is not always the case for languages and cultures, and especially humor, right? Because yeah. it doesn't translate. So, yeah. But they just redid the joke. So whoever sounds like whoever did that, whoever worked on the Spanish version of the show, oh no, yeah, did no, a bang up job. They knew that if did a great job with it, they're they're set. It's one of those things that people in Mexico love the Simpsons as much as everyone in the U.S. does. You know, just, That's awesome. Yeah, it's a little bit different just because of the jokes, but it's overall just like, you know, the same love. To go, to go a little deep on that was like, um, is there's one Spanish-speaking character in the, the Bumblebee guy, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But I feel like even with that clear Spanish-speaking person on, that, on the show... Everyone, most Mexicans still identify with Homer and the Simpson family, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That's like a weird thing where it's like, it's actually like a caricature of what a, what a Spanish-speaking person would be. But mm -hmm. also it's like, because of the lang because of the Spanish language stuff there, Homer was obviously the foil of, of who we're supposed to identify mm -hmm. with, right? Mm -hmm. so that's kind of an interesting thing. Because I never felt like there's like a the sushi guy from in from Japan, right? It was yeah. the Asian guy was like, oh man, it's kind of, I mean, if they're doing the same like Oriental shit they always do. Yeah, but I mean, it was more racial profiling because the show was still made in the 90s. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, sometimes I want to give them too much credit to be like, oh, now I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember all the, all the characters because even the Scottish dude, yeah, who's just, he's great. such, he's such a caricature. Yeah, right? yeah. But that's, that's all. Every, that's everyone is, everyone is equally. Yeah, you're yeah. all equally. Yeah. Yeah. French guy too. Wasn't yeah. there like some French dude who was like teaching Tra Lisa? No, was that he was later? trying to fuck Barge. Oh, is that what? It was? Oh no, no, he was a. Uh, is that his friend? Chow there. Oh yeah, no, that was my the, favorite. Yeah. Low fucking words Chowder. that they. Chow there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that whole show's all characters, dude. It's, oh, but yeah. it's like you can't look, you can't hate it. For yeah, what I mean, you gotta, if you try to laugh at yourself, yeah, 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 if you treat everyone equally poorly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's an equal character. Fuck all y'all. West Side, what the fuck? Are you gonna sign off with that? Shout out Nipsey. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you just get to the. I don't know. I just kind of. I'm all over the place. It's the Hennessy, bro. We haven't had Hennessy in a few weeks. Sam could say the most offensive shit. And anyway, yo, shout out Nipsey. Also. And then we like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Take you guys to an emotional roller coaster today. He's going through some shit right now. But like, life's an emotional roller coaster, man. And not trying to be too philosophical about it. You guys know me. I spend a lot of time online. You know, I, I'm real active on there. And, uh, <laughs> Why did that sound so disingenuous? I, I, but but when when I am, you, you see like someone who's like posting like a really emotional thing about like in the LAFC community I'm talking about, who's like you know going through something or whatever, and then you'll be like going along and someone who's oh when they scored the goal that was yeah, so yeah. you know you that, and then you get the humor too. Like you do get it's 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 sort of hitting all the all the points right. Like, I mean because day -day. they they've brought together a community that's genuinely just expressing themselves through this thing that takes up a lot of our fucking lives now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when you when you bring in all these different personalities, like, it'll, it can only go out and, like, be represented in so many different ways. Like, that's what's so dope about it. LAC Bonestorm, or the, the person that's just, like, just discovered soccer and it's the most amazing thing, or... Right. Just like the guy that likes to just record everything. Right. Yeah. Or Katrin, yeah. who like has like some religious affiliation. Yeah, with the, yeah. The, exactly. The ritual of yeah. it. Do you think it's easier for LAFC to work with humor because we've got in the pocket an owner who's involved heavily in humor and humor Ooh. things? Is, does this does it does the sheen get taken off a little bit so you it's easier to sort of do the laughing thing or is you no, honestly no. no. Like you would be doing this regardless. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's just the people you bring in. Right. That's all I think is, Will yeah. Ferrell brings more eyes from the outside in than the inside out but everyone that's in that's in the north end is gonna do what the fuck they yeah. do yeah yeah 
I'd be hard. I think you're, you'd be, and that's a funny, funny point because I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who's like, oh yeah, you know, I, f- I found out about it through Will Ferrell. Like, found out. It's like, more oh, so like yeah. we're into this, and like, oh, Will Ferrell. It's like, oh, Will what's Will Ferrell doing here? Like, oh, I mean, shit. yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, if you're into sports, he's the one that's gonna be all up on ESPN waving his towel. And, yeah, I mean, we love him for it. I mean, this yeah. is the, I guess this is the big, I mean, this is a little a side note from it, but most people would see the owner coming to a couple stand and saying what up and like laughing and joking and stuff as the biggest affirmation or validation for that fan base or whatever. But that's obviously not us. It's not for for Ruben, not for myself, anyone here. So, is there any person who would be like? If they give us props, like that would mean a lot to us. I, I, I mean, for I think Sam and I'd be like, it'd be like a, a Kendrick or a Nipsey would have come come here and like be like, this is sick, or just sort of show mm. us fan love. Like that would mean something to us in the same way that Will Ferrell would mean to most average sports fans. It'd be like, oh, the owner's coming to stop by. But what, what, who would that person be? Maybe for for Ruben, if you want to answer that. Yeah, as, as cheesy as it sounds, Matt it's, Groening? it's uh, <laughs> no, it's in house. It's me a hat, dude. Like I, wow, that's awesome. Game. The thing that brought me into soccer was a '99 women's mm, soccer team, dude. Wow. Like, I did Shut not care, up. dude. I did not. It's so funny that all this happens. Yeah. But it's like, I did not. My dad, I was like, my dad would watch soccer every morning, you know. And I just wouldn't, you know, I was a kid, dude. I was like, I'm going to go fucking play outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. going to play soccer. I'm going to do some other stuff, you know. And I don't know what it was. It was just, you know, that was it 99. So we're, everyone's around like 12, Don't lie. Until yeah. she took off yeah. her shirt, you perverted little bastard. That no, wasn't me and him. That wasn't me and him, dude. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so it's that thing where it's like on TV everywhere, dude. Like, you can't escape it. And I'm like, what? I just ended up watching it one day and I was like, fuck, like, this is, these fucking women are killing it. I was like, what is going on? And you watch the, you know, China USA game, you're just like, holy fuck, like, that is, that is dope. So that, like, it's so funny because, like, so I get into LAFC and I'm like, I love it. I'm like, oh, what's going on? What is this? Like, you know, and they have a great social media presence. I love it because if you have questions, you're like, who are the owners? What is, what are we about? It's fucking everywhere, right? Shout out Marcus and team, yo. Best best freaking media team in all of MLS, man. Marcus, you mod, we see y'all. Dude, seriously. Yeah, like, dude, the videos, the everything just, it's just so easy for you to fall into it, right? And then so I was like, who are the owners? And it was like, oh, cool. Well, Will Ferrell, like, that's funny because. Like, if you do like Will Ferrell, you know he is a soccer fan. Right, right, that right. makes sense. But then you see, like, Nomar, because I am a Dodgers fan, so I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. Nomar's on this shit? Like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, I'm right. I was like, oh, that's it. Like, that's, I fucking love this team forever now. Damn. Like, that shit is so... That's who I want to see, because she's very, like, reserved and cool. Right, right. She's yeah, always yeah. been, like, so cool as, like... She probably yeah. would have been I, I know, pretty sad about that, not, not being able to turn up with her free play Dude, after that. I saw those posts, and I was like, fuck, and I was like... Bro. Yeah, man. I was like fucking pissed. I was like, that's, that's so crazy. Hey, Ruben, you, uh, you fucked up. Right? <laughs> hey, everyone has your ass there. Hey, you don't see me at ham. You don't go to the opening first game. So, uh, you know, everyone has. Hey, you oh, oh shit. God damn. He just took a shot at me. He did it so slick right now, too. Motherfucker. I, I wasn't expecting it. Out of God damn. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, a, man, a man of laughter. A man who brings yeah. humor, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just got that. That was a man. <laughs> he hit me like quick. <laughs> it was like a look away. Like like he flicked me in the nutsack. I was gonna say eyeball, but nutsack sounded more fun. Hey man, this is the guy that the revenge. I think eyeball is yeah, weird. Just flicking eyeballs. Weird. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, the revengeist man. Um, let's take a quick break. And Damn, that's the fucking t- episode title, huh? That's so good. What's the episode? The Revengeist. I love that. That's fucking good. We're going to take a quick break and uh, let Josh collect his thoughts. We're back. <laughs> FCFC. We have here Ruben's box. 
A this box is... given to us by Ruben, which says... Buddha. Oh, no, ignore that. <laughs> Buddha on it. We're told to ignore. He brought us something. I think he's the first person. No, Jimmy Jimmy bought us some, some food and beer. Some food. He brought some people beer some things, but never a box. It's like a mystery box. Well, yeah, like future guests, step up, the, step up the game. We need gifts. Yeah. We're supposed to give stuff to the guests. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was initially our plan. <laughs> to to we, build up more suspense. What do you think it is? Josh. Man, if... If I don't see an El Barto doll in there, I'll be a little disappointed. But you know what? I'll take whatever. I'll take whatever. Strap on. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was I was gonna say it's probably something Simpsons related. <laughs> oh! Wow. This is way not Simpsons related. Oh, you tea, dog. This is a theater of the Damn. mind. We got some. Oh man. Positivity. We've got some CBD. Tea. We got some regular old tea. Oh, cannabis infused yes. tea. We've got some, wow, man. I've never even I've never even knew. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So wow. My yeah, yeah, is, I'm like, so those try. are uh, chocolate covered blueberry. Dude. For you guys. All Thank you. Are they the cannabis yes. right? Yes. Yes. Five milligrams. <laughs> two, two heads. I'm the only one that partakes. <laughs> but don't worry, the teas <laughs> no, are also. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Dude, oh, I'm, you keep that. Yeah. I'm not not gonna try this at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah. I'm dude. Yeah, this looking one's great. The, there's a pain one. There's a sensuality for, you know, you guys are there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, was in, yeah. I was in Silver Lake the other day. And I know what you're thinking, guy with the mustache. You would say that. Uh, and, of course, I was walking by a matcha shop. So and I know what you're thinking. self-aware. And Jesus. I know what you're thinking. You would say that. Yes. And there was, like a, there was like a matcha CBD latte. And I'm like, damn. So now it's like CBD already made it to the coffee world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's making it it's to the everywhere. tea world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be in everywhere. It's everywhere, dude. It's in the air, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are in Los Angeles... You're uh, breathing CBD. Yeah, yeah. CBD particles, <laughs> cannabis and <laughs> things going around. Um, dude, walk us through this. Can you walk us through this little little prize pack we got? Oh, this, so, is, this is a blessing right Is this here. a local... Mm. Is this a local... What so are these? Do you have a napkin? Yeah. We got... Uh, so I was talking about my job. I, I work for Kiva. I'm a delivery driver. You know, oh. deliveries, dispensaries and stuff like that. Uh... Blueberries, chocolate colored blueberries, because everyone loves blueberries. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and we were we also uh, distribute another company called Kikoko, which does teas, which fucking no brainer, bring tea to you guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> tea guys. I love that we've become known as the tea guys. This is my real goal has nothing to do with soccer and has everything to do with tea. Soccer is the Trojan horse, football is the Trojan horse, LAFC is the Trojan horse through which I plan to infuse yeah. the Los Angeles community <laughs> towards tea. I'm going to eat some of these weed-infused blueberries right now. Sam and I were unwitting participants in Dewey's Master Plan <laughs> until just now. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that, but, but hey, we're here. You would like these seeds, though. These seeds are yeah. fucking amazing. Dude, no, I can't wait. Thank you so much yeah, for bringing yeah, this yeah, stuff, man. Thank you. Be careful, those will do hit. <laughs> They're five milligrams each? Yeah. Right. That, yeah this, is, this is the thing. Is Everyone's like, it's five milligrams? I smoke every day. No, yeah. no, no. I, yeah. no, I mean, with edibles, like, Usually do like fifty to hundred at a time, but I'll just okay, stop okay. at fifteen today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, this is our Elon yeah. Musk podcast moment right here, where <laughs> Sam gets just <laughs> wasted off of blue. No one's surprised that my ass is smoking. Well, you know, are we at the point now where people are getting these like milligram things actually right, or is this still like a? Eh, it could be because like, there for a while I feel like edibles were kind of yeah. just like you never know what you're gonna get. No, no, right. for a while it was definitely you never knew what you're gonna get because right. there was people making that shit in their house like. Mm. But now they definitely like. Yeah, it's a little more. It's controlled. more honed in. Like, literally, those teas are made, you know, for house moms to mm-hmm. introduce them into, to cannabis. Interesting. Yeah, they're really great. I love them. We're just gatewaying people into the gateway drug, yo. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no thing. <laughs> the gateway, gateway. Get LA high. Let's do it. How'd you get uh, involved in this? I worked there. Like it was just you know, friend 
Brandon was like, hey, do you want a job driving? I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's Hell do it. yeah, dude. <laughs> nope. I'm like, cannabis, cannabis industry in fucking Los Angeles? Why not? It's not a bad look. Yeah. Shout uh, out to the 42 Originals. <laughs> the <laughs> cannabis-infused supporter group of LAFC. <laughs> I, got, yeah. I got to meet them up in, uh, up in New York. Those the guys are... Cannabis-infused, <laughs> the supporter okay. group of Those guys I need to meet because I know they're... Keaton Michael. Yeah. Shout hey, Keaton. shout out Keaton. What's up, man? We know you may or may not listen to the pod, but if... Uh, you better some, start listening. At some point, we should... You know, we'll dive, we'll dive more into... LA weed culture with him at some point, but it's interesting good to me. Good people, man. Yeah, man. Shout out Keaton. He always comes with good energy, man. Shout out the stoners. Always nice. coming with the good energy. No drunk <laughs> anger over here. Speaking of drunk anger, Segway Dweez wanted to... Drunk anger. Moe's Tavern. The Simpsons. Los Angeles. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm here get, with you. I'm here with you. I'm still, I'm still I didn't get you. the chance to... The most iconic thing to me in The Simpsons is Moe's Tavern. One of the most up there, it's oh, gotta be one of the most up venues. The Before I was yes. ever in a bar, I was in most tavern. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. That was the first bar I was ever in. Yeah, right. Wow, that was deep. Look at you. <laughs> I do my best. All right. I don't need to drink the tea for the tea to seep through. Oh my god! All right, now you just took it too far. You should have stopped when you were ahead. I never stopped. Let's proceed. And nor am I ever yes. ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> I bring all this up to say, just for those L.A. curious. Simpsons folk, the inspiration for most taverns here in LA. Fuck out of here, real? Yeah. Fireside. Fireside was a bar right near where I went to college, LMU, Westchester, the corner of Manchester and Lincoln Boulevard. It is now called Tompkins Square, and they redid it a lot. But back in the day, when it was still Fireside, had that most tavern feel, and he said, Matt Groening said that was where his inspiration for most tavern came from. So if you guys want to go to the first bar you might have also ever been to, go over to Tompkins Square, the same bar where I got off the airplane from Brazil and watched Germany hammer Brazil the 7-1 game. All right, well, since Dweez is <laughs> dropping facts, I'm going to let Dweez know that one of our listeners, uh, our homie Creep, told us that your Puma and Adidas fact was wrong. Oh. And they were brothers that weren't lost. They, they grew up together. They had a falling out. That's and that's is. why Puma started. Well, and he's a Nike said, so he said, "Fuck both of them." Can we say half wrong? <laughs> no, let's go with all wrong. No, nah. yeah, yeah, let's go with all wrong. That's it. You don't get yeah, half checks. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm not. I'm not a journalist for no reason. Right? I <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, attentive listening to that. That shit watch, was uh, wild. Watch Tompkins Square not be the real uh, fire. No, Tompkins dude, Square not be the real inspiration for most. The other thing I was gonna say, Simpsons related in Los Angeles, that I forgot to mention. This pod. <laughs> Yo, Matt Groening has a bunch of original illustrations of characters who aren't in The Simpsons, but look like they should be, or uh-huh. could be, in a restaurant in LA, in Thai Town, at a place called Jitlada. What Have you guys ever hell? heard of Jitlada? No. The sunset? Um, right there in Thai Town. He goes to that restaurant a lot and began loving the food there, so he just started drawing all of these characters, which like they're eating the spicy Thai food, and they're just like breathing fire and like sweating and doing different things, and they're all over all the walls. That's crazy. What well, we got some, know. dude. FCFC field trip. Is this gonna be a, a side project where we just go to uh, all, all the na- yeah. exactly all the references that we've been dropping? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I like yeah. this. That's crazy. Yeah, mark it down on the map. Let's yeah, yeah. Okay, we gotta go to the tower. What's it called? One more time. Jitlada. Jitlada. If you go there, there's a ton of different things you can and should get. But one thing that's kind of interesting to get is called the Jazz Burger. The lady that runs the place, her name's. Jazz and she has a burger. It doesn't have a bun on it or anything. It's just the patty, but they make it with Thai spices. It's really good. 
So FCFC bar crawl. Bar crawl? We could just do it. We could do a FCFC bone storm Simpsons. Is there any other Simpsons related Los Angeles stuff? There might not be. We're talking about Springfield, Missouri here. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, no, no, no. Why was it set in Springfield? Does anybody know? Speaking of trivia, it's uh, just Matt Groening's like street where we grew up on. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, like all of that stuff is just from his like childhood and all the stuff he knows. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. All right. Well, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go through your trivia, Louise. I know you got some questions. No, I don't have any more. Well, I do have lots of questions, <laughs> but I just wanted to add <laughs> while we're continuing on the internet discussion of this episode. <laughs> I was gonna say the truth is out there, but that's an X Files thing. Jesus, it's hard to find facts on the internet these days, guys. I feel bad for misleading the listeners about the Adi Dossler story. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. Your credibility is gone. Honestly, when, you, that's it. when you talk about it, brands, listen to my voice. This is Josh talking. Only me. Only me right here. All right. Well, <laughs> the marketing swine right here. Fucking right here. He works for Kia, guys. <laughs> not, not even a real car. The best damn car company <laughs> in the whole fucking world. I'm just really upset because my Hyundai just broke down. I know. RIP the Hyundai. No, it's coming back. No, RIP. I think no. they give the. Hey, 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 I, I worked on Hyundai before too. It's gone. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. They're giving me a new heart. My engine's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? How do you go about selecting memes now? Like you said, after the first season, you had like a bunch that you wanted to do, so you just dropped them. Now, how do you go about this? Like, do you have like a set list of things that you're like, I'm gonna keep this tucked, or is it straight up in your mind? Yeah, it's all reactionary. Like that's wow. all it is. And, like with the, um, there, there's certain ones that you know you plan for. Everything else is like uh, yesterday. Uh, me and German were texting each other, and I sent him a GIF as a joke, and we. Literally, as I sent that GIF, I was like, oh my god, we can use this as a post. And before he can even write anything back to me, he already sends the exact same thing I thought of. And that he already edited? Yeah, he already, he already read He's like, dude, I fucking... That's same funny, thing. Man. And that was what we posted today, which was the um, the Galaxy... The fucking home oh, flexing, yeah. flexing in front of the window. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So good. Like, we were just fucking just dying laughing. We were like, yeah, that's how it works. It's like, sometimes it just fucking hits us both at the same time. Sometimes he has an idea and he'll send it to me and I'll be like, oh, maybe you should do this or I'll send him an idea and we'll go back. Like, the the, the meme works, but he doesn't have the words, so I'll post it and I'll put the That's words or it goes vice versa. Like, you know. Shout out to the San Jose Ultras for, uh, for getting eviscerated by uh, Ruben's meme <laughs> with Smithers with the two babes dancing, grinding on them. Dude, that was... And it just was so bad. I was like, yeah. oh, everyone gets exactly what it is. That's what... That's the that was that was German. Man. That he sent that to me, and I was fucking dying. I was like, "Post this now," because that's exactly what's gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> I fucking love. I loved it because everyone's like, "Oh, they beat us in the preseason." Like, there's neat. I was like, "Nah, man. If you watch their their games before, it was like, we're gonna fucking go whip the shit out of them." No okay. one matches the irrational confidence of a meme artist. Let me yeah, tell you yeah. that. Okay, this is this what happens. I was scared. I was trick a little bit, but this is this is this was it. I thought it was gonna be a lower score. They're like two zero, whatever, blah, blah, blah. but. Yeah, when it happened, I was like, yeah. I was Shut like, up, Carlos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On a mission. Revengeful. Yeah. I, I fucking, I want him to see this and just be like, fuck yeah. Like, I, I was happy. I mean, he might. He loves everything except soccer. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> we've been so we've been talking a little bit after with um, Steve from Gold Korea. We've been working on an article with him. But um, he interviewed Kim Kihi from Seattle Sounders, the center back. And he was saying that when he was interviewed about um, playing at LFC, he's like, Vela is so scary. Hmm. Vela is terrifying. And the game ended 0-0. Like, Vela didn't score that game, but it was like, 
it was straight or like one one, but it's like with the one thing that the center back hurt was like the whole time I was watching his left foot being like, I don't want to be on that YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that, it's unreal. Shout out Steve though. But it's like that's fucking wild, dude. This yeah, really is like it really is something else, man. Yeah, because those highlights are like him grabbing the ball and everyone stepping back. Yeah. Like, giving the space and you're like, Why the fuck are you doing exactly. that, dude? And I'm just like they just don't want to be in the shot. Yeah. They don't want to be in <laughs> the like, YouTube like, video. Maybe the thought is that, is that shallow. They're just like, I don't want to be part of the YouTube video. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. defend that. The DC yeah. goalkeeper thought he was going right. Yeah, I, was I was like, like what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all didn't do your yeah, scouting out there, dog. Yeah. What, what made you think he was going to shoot like towards the left, man? That was great. Yeah, yeah. No. that shit's so funny, man. Really? I love, yeah, I love that he, he just never wants to talk about soccer. Yeah, yeah. I he doesn't it. give a shit about it. Yeah, he does. I love that fact, dude. He loves it's everything in the world but soccer. soccer he loves yeah. everything in LA except, except MLS, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. Keep doing yeah, what yeah. you're doing, man. Like, I feel like he's just playing his ass off. So he's either gonna stay in LA forever or he's gonna make a fat contract somewhere else. Now that he got a little look from Barcelona, he's coming with that big dick energy. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. he's just coming with that big swing. Yeah, all over MLS, dude. And it's fucking amazing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. That shit is so fucking funny. When they were like, uh, especially last season, when they was like, oh, he's not part of the chance. He's not doing this stuff. I'm like, yeah, let him. Who gives a fuck, dude? No, I was still salty about that for a little bit. But like this year, like he's just so nasty that you can't really be mad at him about <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? It's like... He did it once. And that was... Yeah, like, yeah, like once yeah. is enough. It's like a girl yeah. that gives bomb head. Like you ain't gonna ask her to cook. <laughs> But let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you this question uh, on that. I was going to ask you a different question, but I'm going to ask you this. Uh, why is it, what type of acknowledgement as supporters is ideal from the players? Like what, what, cause there were some, there was some gripes last year, right? About, about Carlos not coming over and, and what, you know, what is it? Well, I think Carlos is in a different, like, l- like league when it comes to that. Like, because he's the one that everybody wants to see so bad, right? Mm-hmm. The other players are giving us acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. But the one that everyone really wants, you know, it's like the hot girl that won't, like, will only give you, like, 1.5 seconds of eye contact instead of three. Right. It's just he's, he's the pretty girl that knows he's pretty. <laughs> and he won't give us a side hug. <laughs> that's just that's just kind of how it is. Like, yeah, I, I think it's just, just kind of what it is. I don't want to talk about a man's reputation here, but I want to know about the man's reputation. Like, I I found about Carlos straight up, like tail end of sociedad, as like barely. Was this always the kind of vibe? Like. I heard after looking into it as an Arsenal fans, like it kind of it was the talent was always there, but he just never put it all together. Is that something that is is fairly fair to say? I would be remiss if I don't point out the fact that I'm writing a long article about Carlos Vela right now for LA Magazine, so I've been thinking about this topic a lot. Awesome, and I'll keep some of my insights. Tucked for that article. Give us, give us a little taste. Give but I mean, taste. as an Arsenal, as someone who grew up watching Arsenal, and when he came to the team, I think it was a player was one of those young Vanger attacking signings that people were really excited about. Yeah, there were work permit issues early on of him getting a work permit for for, for playing in England, which sometimes happens. Um, 
So he was originally on loan at Salamanca, which is a team that no longer exists in Spain's second division. Jeez. Not outside, right outside of Madrid. And then he played for, uh, I want to say Osasuna, which is another, I believe that team is in La Liga now and was at the time when he played. And then he came to Arsenal, came back to Arsenal, sort of bouncing around. But if you ever saw the goals he scored for Arsenal, they were insane. And he scored a hat trick in one of the League Cups. Really? One of the League Cup games. And I mean, he was, he was doing the same types of scoring um, as he is now. But, um, yeah, like, he's a complex character yeah. to try to, to, try to um, decode. And I think, in some respects, uh, that is good for him. And sometimes it's probably difficult for him to, like, try to, you know... People take hit some of his reactions not the way that I would say it seems like he intends. And, um... Yeah, it's it, look. I think we're all watching. We can, being able to watch some of the things that he can do with the ball. It's obvious that he, you know, he's at a certain level of the game that he could have probably gone to. And teams, the Real Madrids of the world, those guys didn't want to sign him mm-hmm. when he got signed to Arsenal. And Arsenal at that time was also one of, although they're you know still very much in the conversation. At that time, they were still also like, hey, are these guys going to be? You know, they could have won Champions League. Right, you know, at certain junctures too. So, but Arsenal was always like attacking players. This is attacking flair. This is what <coughs> what we stress as a as an environment here. So that's kind of I, I I think any any youngster who goes to Arsenal has has this kind of eye on me like this place can be exciting, right? That was at the time, yeah. And I mean, that was what they were going for, and that's what Wenger built. But um, yeah. I'm sure, like you asked, like twenty different people their opinion about Carlos Vela, and they'll probably have like twenty different uh, ideas about how its history, or you know, how things evolved. Right. But what's interesting is that like where he's at now, right? Totally. And like what we all get to go watch like week in and week out. Big um, dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've no, been what we. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, like um, like you were saying, like what do you expect from the team? Mm-hmm. I'm like, when you look at a team, it's it's not fair because there's so many different personalities. Like, I don't mind. That Carlos Vela isn't part of the, you know, shallow La chance. Fucking, that's just how he is. Mm-hmm. But I love that Mark and AK will come out and fucking hang out with us and like you know, yeah. like there's so many variations between those two. Like it's fucking awesome. It's fun for sure. Like for that's sure. that's what makes this so much more fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's the cool thing about it too. Is like the first year, of course, like we're gonna be disappointed, but now in the second year, it's kind of like uh, he waved at us, cool. Yeah, we I got, got you. you. Yeah. I, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. No. The first year was like. Well, fucker, we been out here in the sun for like three hours, bro. Like, come, no. like, give us a wave, like. Not even that. The rain game, right? The rain game. We're like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, and then calls straight yeah, into the yeah, back, yeah. and they're like, you motherfucker, like we've been. It's here a for strange hours. environment. Like, it's yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, fuck it. That's just how you are. It's I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. And then so, like, was it uh, shit? Was it the first home game when he actually like yeah, came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Everyone was like, oh my god, he actually did it. It's kind of like. Quiet person like says something, you know, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Shit. you know what I mean? <laughs> Timmy, Timmy's yeah, yeah, yeah. When Timmy like <laughs> drops like a deep line or something, shout out Timmy, quiet ass in your Well, I think it's also interesting that by getting a player like that, um, you're with a personality like that, you're allowing not only for other players to shine, but the supporters to be at the forefront and the community to be at the forefront. Yeah. And if you have a certain type of egomaniac as your, as your first player that's going to hog all the spotlight that's going to come and do all the things and that wants to be doing all the interviews and all the sponsorships and all the 
things that totally. becomes about that player and not about the team. For sure. And, and it's and a double-edged sword so, in that way. Yeah. I, I totally see you because we've been trying to coach in the North End and from uh, people who have been doing this a lot longer than, than even Sam and I have been like, we'll be here when the players and the coach are long gone. Exactly. And so we are going to be the heartbeat or the pulse of the team forever. I think a player of Carlos's caliber who's probably a level up than most of the league, it gives us this weird sense of like, it, we're fans again, you know, or like we're like we're a fan of a player again because we uh, yeah. he's doing things that we it have. It helps to, you sometimes. It helps you swing back and forth between like what being a supporter means and then being like just somebody who like adores the sport for sure. As like a young kid, right? Who's like, like these are the greatest gods walking on planet Earth right here. But it's it's tough when that that is in return for what we feel like we've put in. But at the same time, like I think um, Ray from D9 said it was like, I don't give a fuck if he comes over and gives us a hug at the end of the game, if he's scoring a goal and assisting a couple of every I single game. I think that was Mark. Yeah, Mark. And, I think, and Ray, Ray kind of um, echoed that before, but it's just like he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, would you guys rather have a player who uh, isn't giving 100% on the field but is giving 300% off it to come, like, give sign autographs, give you guys hugs, take selfies, or would you rather have a player who goes and delivers on the field from whistle to whistle is incredible and, you know, only once or twice well, a year will come. Here's the, give us yeah, a, give no, the here's the thing. We have fucking both. Yeah. Like, we're so lucky right now. That's true. Like, You're we right. fucking have both, dude. You're like, right. Yeah, we like, got Carlos Vela who don't want to look at us. We got Latif yeah. Blessing where even if the coach tell you not to celebrate, motherfucker, celebrate! He dances, fucking hey. don't give a fuck, dude. And you love him and you fucking love him yeah. for that shit, dude. Like, Shout out Latif. Yeah. I was telling you, like, it's, it's my favorite thing right now where like, you can see like all personalities, mm-hmm. right? And we fucking love But Dweez, does that come at, you know, the one of the original questions that we asked earlier on was like, is our results, regardless of whatever happens off the field or what they are in the community, the most important thing as in winning or is it establishing a culture of LAFC? Because now it sounds like it's we're taking both sides of this, which right. I get, understand, but it's like, if we want winners and, and I mean, mercenaries aren't always going to guarantee you a winner. Like, look at that Lakers team with Carl Malone and all that. But it is important, I think, for us, like as LAFC, as people are trying to pass this club down to the next generation. That sounds so, so, so corny about it, mm. but it's like, but straight up, like, what do we want out of our, our players and our teams? Like, the people who are... St- I mean, look at fucking... Uh, what's this? Um, Roma captain, right? Totti. After all these years, they won one Serie A. But he is a god in Roma forever right. because of what he means to that community. Do we want more of that or do we want a Juve happen? I mean, it's, 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 it's the question for us. Maybe it's not even our, our real call at the end of the sport. We'll be supporting regardless. But I think it's an interesting question to, 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 to pose out here. Yeah, and like, you know, look, I think different people admire different, not just athletes, but, uh, you know, entertainers, public figures for different reasons. Everyone has like their thing for why they, you know, they like or they respect or they get down with somebody. I mean, like Dwayne Wade, the whole outpouring of emotion towards him, like obviously what he meant to the heat for all the years that he was in there. um, I think you get a certain type of, a person who probably loves that, and there's probably the person who like liked the Heat only when LeBron were there. It just depends, and I think it's sort of back to what Ruben said. Um, the thing that's enjoyable about LAFC right now, and we'll never know, had LAFC came out of the great gate and like pooped the bed and were just awful, like sure. what what the support would look like, what the team would look like. But there is something to be said for the palpable energy between the different branches of what I would call this project, right? Like the sports side 
which is the, f- the players, the coach, um, the people who are making players and coaching decisions, even like the groundskeepers, anyone having to do with the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get like, you know, the business side, the ownership, Mia, the Mia Hams of the world, the people who came in and, and helped bring this thing to life, people who helped make the stadium thing, and then the community side. And like, there is this crazy synergy. There is this... Uh, permeable wall between these things where we see stuff online about like me partying with them or when um larry berg was at the as at the fields come down with his with his son mm-hmm. um coming to hang out say yeah. what up and there's it's not weird it's like yeah. totally normal or totally. mark anthony k was at uh the the u.s women's team mm-hmm. game as right. well mm-hmm. and like or mark will go to like the association event and just hang with i everybody. think that yeah. that's a much healthier relationship to have and I think, mm. you know, like with public figures, then I think how it was when we were growing up where athletes and these people were like gods, like untouchable. But I think that's like shaking to meet that's them. That's still more sure. in L.A. Like that's why celebrities come to L.A. is because people in L.A. are still too cool to fan out over a celebrity. You True. think that? These, these, yeah. That's, that's actually a thing? Yo, send, yeah. send these fools yeah. out to fucking... Bumfuck Idaho or some shit. You know what I mean? Well, that, I, I feel like there's that's where there's two reactions in LA. Like people born and raised LA, when, no matter where you're from. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the people who come to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like that's where you get those. those and the people, like people that are like supporters. Yeah. Are. Well, no, that's that can't really be true. I would say the majority of like, because that's that, that was the thing that bugged me the most is when you see comments and all this stuff, it was like, where did you guys come from? Where the hell? Are you? I'm like, we've been here. Like, yeah. we've been here this whole time. Yeah, like, you know, here's the funny thing about L.A., like, if you are born and raised here, you have so many friends who are doing so much stuff. Like, you're mm. out there supporting their bands, their fucking acting, uh, what you know, whatever they're doing, you're out there to help them. You know, you're always supporting. You always want your friends to do better, your, you know, whatever. But it's like, once it was honed in on a team, like a team that you can actually start and be the beginning of, that shit just blew up. Because yeah. it was like... We're like, yeah, we've been here this It'll, whole time. Now we have something to focus on. It awoke a sleeping giant. Yeah. And and, and I get why people who might have already been supporting aspects of the game in different ways in the state of California even would look at that suspiciously. But LA's bullshit meter is really high. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. unless you unless you are doing a thing in a right way, people aren't gonna gravitate to that. It's like this it's, it's par and you know, part of the course with the with the whole reaction. Well, I think it's a it's another mix of like also the last MLS team that was here other than the Galaxy was derived from another Mexican team, a Liga MX team, and there's plenty of Mexicans here that don't support that team, so they can't. You know what I mean? They're, they're no, there's not. a ton of issues with that. So, yeah, so yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. So all the America people that couldn't support Chivas USA are able to support. Yeah. All the people that hated MLS. Like, when it started since fucking 96, right. since that's, we know exactly when the fucking league started now, because of you fucking cucks. Because yeah, there's billboards everywhere, yeah. remember? Everywhere. Keep spending your money, <laughs> nobody likes you still. Um, there became a different version of the MLS, where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not so hateable. Right. right. And it's, and I think, and I get it, you know what's funny is like, and I, here we're going to take a break here in a second, we're going we're gonna to talk about music a little bit, I want to talk about music. Um, but it's kind of like some of the reactions and not just in California, but like around MLS in general about new teams, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's LAFC, it's like the people whose band got started to get attention. It's like, this was our nerdy little thing and we were the real soccer 
community and who are these fake people coming? It's the most natural reaction yeah. in the world. We've we've all seen it hundreds of times yeah. in our lives where you were in on something and then other people started to find out about it and you naturally feel like the thing that was yours. That's like the most egotistical way to react to anything anyways. If something's really great, hopefully, like it won't ever just be yours and it'll yeah. be able to be enjoyed by other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening a little bit with them right now. But. You know what? I, I, the, the one thing I want to say is like, as someone who's not from here as a transplant, like the POV from here is like, when I look at, when I think of LA before, it was Dodgers Lakers and shout out to LFC Media because they're doing the right way but the media in the past about highlighting Dodger fans and Laker fans have been Alyssa Milano at Dodger Games and dating Matt Kemp, Kardashians courtside, or Jack Nicholson at Laker Games. When I actually got to LA and why I have this begrudging respect for LA sports fans is like, people who don't got a lot are fucking at filling out the stadiums. Oh, yeah. And those are the majority of the fans who are diehard who are you know, going to every tailgate, doing this stuff, it's become a, a way of life. And so what LAC does is completely shift the spectrum around where it's like, we're going to put the camera on the people who've been here, like what you said before. It's like, we've, we've been doing this the whole time and awake and sleeping John because the people who are who have been at the heart of both the Dodgers and the Lakers this whole time are now finally at the spotlight for this for this sport. I feel like that we all feel the most comfortable in. As corny as it sounds, and I've probably said it before, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, it's black and it's gold, right? And the gold is mm-hmm. the thing that grabs your eye, the thing that grabs your attention, you know, that the shiny generation. object, right? Yeah. That, that is part of it. But that's definitely not the whole thing. And there's a reason why on the, on the hat, the majority of the hat is the black, mm-hmm. is the sleeping giant, is the, is the people that make this city go day to day, in and out. Like, you know, people who don't fit easily into an outsider's perspective of what L.A. is. Right. Um, and then there's, there's the bright part, too. So it's, it's always both. But to ever have pretended that it was just a place with sparkly objects right. would miss probably the best parts of LA, right. yeah. you know, and like have a pretty superficial experience here yeah, for when that, they visit. That's why everyone who talks shit, like we don't care. Like, yeah. It's just Chivas 2.0. Like, you miss everything. That's you, fun, you, yeah. Like that never hurts anyone's feelings. It really like, doesn't. Okay, like no one cares. It's also, <laughs> a, it's also a fictional criticism, right? Yeah. And, 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 well, because they have nothing else to criticize. Right. Like, um, where, and I understand why people on the other side would get mad about it. Um, the, re- the, the actual district criticism and the distance, and the, like that is a, it's a fact. Like that is where the team plays. That's a, that's a real criticism. That's something right. that's true. So, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I, to me, a lot of their shit is just like, it's like when dudes are talking shit to each other. You guys are snapping. You guys are just, you know, shooting the shit. And someone gets salty and they're like, well, I bet I have more money than you. You want to check your bank? You know what I mean? Just cause, yeah. like, or you, it's just like, if you can't hang with the shit, just, just move aside. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get all salty about it. It's going to be okay, guys. Yeah. You guys will catch up. It, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a break one more time real quick. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the punk scene. Because I know Josh secretly is a punker at heart. I feel like I could have been that. <laughs> I've been told I need to describe the tea situation a little bit better from now from now in time. So I just want to tell Ruben, first of all, tonight we're actually going to have a little poor tea. Have you ever had poor tea before? No. So poor tea is a, uh, 
it's like one of the only fermented types of teas in China. It's kind of the oldest tea. It used to be travel along the tea horse road from Dunstilk Road. I was just, Sam's looking at me like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, I'm ready. Uh, uh, it's, it's really popular at dim sum restaurants, and it got big in Hong Kong in the 70s. And it used to be really expensive because you'd have to wait for it to wait for months, sometimes years, to get to the right flavor. And they still have a type of puar tea called sheng, which means young uh, poor tea, which will naturally do that. But in the 70s, they developed a way to make it more rapid so like more of the masses could drink it. They sort of found a way to accelerate it. And that type of poor tea is called show poor tea. And it's what we're going to drink tonight. Show! We get this from Yuna, Yunnan Sourcing. It's a little little uh, tea website. I fucking love you, Dweez. <laughs> we're going to drink with the traditional Dweez, uh, oh. Taiwanese... Uh, oolong tasting glasses got a little aroma cup where you flip it over, smell out of the cup, and uh, hopefully those of us who've been drinking alcohol, this will help us wake up for the last few hours of the night. Um, but I also want to pick this tea because it reminds me, this tea to me is like the punk rock of teas. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to tell the people that like, like we had just met, Ruben and I, on Saturday, he came up and, you know, expressed that he'd been listening to the podcast, liked the podcast, and I was just like, shoot, man, you want to come on the podcast? And he was like, sure. And um, now now we're here. Um, but one of the other topics we were talking about, you were like, man, you guys got to start talking about punk rock, like the punk rock scene, the yeah. backyard punk rock scene. I grew up, before listening to hip-hop, my very first concert I ever went to was like No Effects when I was like 12 years old. You know, first time I see a girl flash the audience, first time I saw somebody, you know, do a line of coke um, in person and, like, not on some Steven Seagal movie that I was watching when I was, like, even younger than that. And uh, so I I was a little bit cued into, like, that kind of punk scene, but I never was involved in the backyard punk scene. I know it's big in L.A. What's your involvement in your past with music and, like, how did punk rock come into your life? Uh, definitely, like, high school. So this is early 2000s. Even before that, it's like ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Like it's good, dude. Because I, I love when you guys talk old school hip hop because it's like we're again all around the same age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I grew up listening to like you know Nas, Slick Rick, mm-hmm. you know NWA. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Ice T. Mm-hmm. You know these fucking awesome dudes, right? What was it an Ice T music video? Was I'm just saying? What? <laughs> I'm like, which one? I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> which one? It was way after he was like in his rap life. Um, <laughs> I think he was he- okay, helping okay. like okay, so up not, and coming. Not eighties, I think. Oh no, this is like two thousands. Uh, I thought it was like little. It was off season for uh, CSI, so he was like, "All right, I'm gonna help the little homie who's coming out with an album." It was a Coco and Ice VH1 promo. That's Bro, what yeah. I met Coco like, and she was wearing these white baby fat jeans, like camel toe rocking. I could not keep eye contact for the life of me trying to have a conversation. With her. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, baby fat jeans. Oh my god. Okay, I'm talking about eighties. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, Colors. Colors is one will always be one of hell yeah. One of those songs that capture like my youth. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking love that song. But yeah, so it's like I love a certain type of hip hop, and then you know, uh, it's at the, it's at the end. You know, Biggie, Tupac, all that. stuff. You just have an affinity for like that '90s culture. It, it, uh, well, the way I grew up, it was, it's it's more just like that grittiness. Uh huh. Because then. Uh, P. Diddy comes along, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Makes it all flash. Windbreakers. Yeah, you know, like what they what they say, he brings the, the fun back into hip hop, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of what was like. I lose my interest because I'm like, 
Uh, I'm used to it being such a reflection of what LA is, mm-hmm. you know, like with NWA and Ice Cube. And you try to ruin Nas, Diddy. I'm not going to hit me now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, they're literally just, they're, they're talking about the bullshit, right? Like, and you're fucking, you're young, you're pissed, you're poor, you're a minority, like, you're shit on, and, like, these guys are, you know, fucking, you know, saying this stuff. But then eventually it turns around and it becomes fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. It turns into, um, I don't hate it, like, I know you guys are talking about it, but it's like, I, Jay-Z is just not a thing that connects with me, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's, it definitely comes a different era. Mm-hmm. The big pimping stuff does not... Yeah, 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 you know, it's like that, the flash, like, I'm like, oh. The I'm dawn, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm still poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. still oppressed. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know, but that's where punk comes in, and that's where, you know, you're still pissed, and you're still angry. And by that time, I'm in high school, that's, you know, that's where hormones hit the most, mm-hmm. and you're fucking angry. You're meeting your friends, and everyone loves fucking, like, hard... You know, everyone's in a band, everyone's doing all this shit, and everyone looks at you, and you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Like, mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah. But, you know, you band together, you you fucking, you know, you would play shows at someone's house somewhere, randomly, mm-hmm. do your thing. And did you play? No, I was more of the, uh, like, creating flyers, like, mm-hmm. like behind the scenes, like, doing shit. Street like, team yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. DIY yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Like, I, I love that, like, getting a stack of flyers that my friend made or we made and just fucking in high school be like hey you guys gotta come to the show you gotta come to the show you gotta mm-hmm. play you wanna get fucked up like blah 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 mm-hmm. it's gonna be cool as fuck you know like it, I've, I love bringing a group of people in together and just going fucking crazy and it, you know that's it, what happens early 2000s and that's all we're doing is just playing these shows and doing all stuff and then you know eventually that dies off and you kind of you that's that's what we we're talking about um, low end theory right mm-hmm. the only reason I know about low end, low end theory is <coughs> the airliner on Thursday nights plays a thing called hard on Mm-hmm. And that was a friend of ours who was like you know, on the scene, and she wants to bring all our friends into a place we can actually play. You know, that is in someone's backyard that's mm-hmm. gonna get like shut yeah, down, yeah. or there's yeah. you know, fights and shit. And I remember she, I was like, we we're like, how the fuck did you find this place? And she's like, oh, I came. There's this place called Low End Theory. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they let you do whatever you want. And I was like, all right, cool. And I came, and I was like, all right, well, let me check it out. It's Wednesday the night before, and I just remember seeing it, and I was like, oh shit, this is just. The beats version of what we're doing, which is just you get a the people who understand you, you bring it together, and you just fucking go all out, you know, like you express it. Like there's no there's no um, what do you call it? No judging, right? You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But it's all under the banner of just expression, you know. Mm. And that's why. I, I, you know, yeah, and you brought up the smell, like when we were talking about it. Um, yeah. The smell is a place actually. I'll confess I never went to like yeah. in its heyday but I knew about it and yeah. I, at that time I wasn't I think as much of a music musically like open to like going exploring different things I was so fixated on certain things that I was looking yeah. at so I just never went down there yeah. but I knew a lot of people who spent time at the smell yeah it sounds like you did dude yeah so you know how airliners low in theory mm-hmm. the smell is too not that really punk but more like just uh like noise kind of whatever expression of like whatever you know quote unquote rock is at that time mm-hmm. And it's just this guy who's just like, you know what? Everyone, all ages, no booze. Everyone just come in and hang out, you know? And there's some of the best shows ever. You Like, if you're lucky enough to see some of the greatest shows there, it's just this long hallway, like, super small. And the bands would just fucking play. Uh, depending on the bands, they'd play on the ground with everyone mm-hmm. or, like, on the stage. Yeah. You know? And it was just a community that, like, always looked out for each other. Because that, that, that venue was volunteer only, right? Mm-hmm. It was run by volunteers. It was no one got paid. You were just there to help out because you wanted to progress the scene. And so uh, I always, I always laugh because I, I think about 
because if you knew the smell, you knew Jim. Jim, who was the guy who ran it, who like played the that's the guy who had the, the idea for all that stuff. So like when I came into LAFC, you see like fucking uh, uh, Rich. <laughs> Rich is the guy who just has this idea. He's like, hey, what if I just do this? And Hype man of the year. They literally he was just like, what if I just lay these pieces down and what happens then? You know, mm-hmm. and that's where. Um, the guys, you know, all the, the original 3252 guys, you know, like uh, Joseph and I want to remember the other guys' names. But, you know, the, the original, what they call mm-hmm. the original eight, these guys who come in. The original five. The original five, yes, yeah. right? right? That's who it is. These guys who come in and just like, who know the scene, who know what the yeah. passion is and lay down those, mm-hmm. those, that simple block of just like, all right, this is how you want everyone. Because I was talking to Joseph and he was like, oh, we're so lucky. We're so lucky that it worked out. And I was like, no, 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 no. <clears throat> like, 95% of this is your guys' hard work. Uh, Rich listening to you and you guys coming up with your ideas, like the safe standing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. 95% of this is all your guys' work. 5% is the luck. You know, like where it just... The timing just, and the Yes, and where you just there. tapped into, like I said, that, that sleeping giant where you were just woke us all up, you know. Yeah, and I, shout out to Joseph and shout out Joseph. to Jerry of uh, Heart of LSC. Right before, right before we flipped this on, we were taking our break. We were talking about um, both how you know how all of us have listened to the podcast and and how you know Joseph specifically his his sort of insights into MLS and U.S. supporter culture specifically and how soccer's evolved in the city. If you guys have never. Uh, had a chance to talk to Joe, go up and talk to him. If yeah. you're interested in the yeah. game, um, he, he's totally open. He can nerd out on this stuff all day. And that's something I really enjoy about the community in general. And like this, the way you described the smell reminded me of the way that Lowen Theory was. Yeah. And what was so cool about Lowen Theory, had you guys never gone, like whether it was No Can Do, Bus Driver, Daddy Kev, even like the Flying Lotuses of the world mm-hmm. early on, they just were hanging out on the patio. And yeah. you could go up to them and talk to them about their music and how they make their beats and how they do yeah. their stuff. And again... This idea, I think we're so tired. Maybe it's because we're in LA and we are so tired of like the celebrity barrier and like the the distance between the creator and the person enjoying the creation. Right. Like that in certain ways, whether it was the smell or this or now with with LAFC, like seeing those things break down is like it's it's not just natural. It's like necessary for it to grow into into whatever it is because community has to be so important for these things to reach the level they are. Those boundaries can't exist where you can't like go up to somebody and talk to them about right. like, whatever it is they're doing because like everything feeds off each other naturally and that's how it has to happen. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. But for for punk like um, what like what do you see? One thing I've always noticed about the thirty two fifty two, it seems like it's more rock oriented. Like a lot of people who grew up listening to rock and like punk and like were into that kind of culture. Like, do you see aspects of punk music now like seeping into to that do you ever see people who used to see at shows like at the lafc uh no but i see the expression of it like Mm -hmm. like the um the pans the aesthetics yes all that shit all that stuff you want to express like you know you let your those are the best thing about punk music was like you let your freak flag fly because you wanted to to meet the people who fucking yeah felt your vibe Mm -hmm. you wear that lafc hat Fucking motherfuckers be like, dude, I like your hat. You wear the jersey? Oh, I love your jersey. And you'll just start talking. And mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's a thing. And that's, I mean, but that's also where, like, the thing I also worry, my biggest worry about LAFC is the same thing that killed this punk scene was um, the gatekeeping of it all. And we were talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. where you're like, 
you know, since 96, you know, that attitude of, <clears throat> oh, you, you don't get it, you, whatever. You can't, yeah, yeah the door's yeah, not yeah. open. The yeah, door's yeah. not open for new ideas and new people. You know, and that's, and that's, it's really interesting to be here because we're all here right. for the beginning of it. It's like, we talk about, oh, what's the future? What's the future? It's like, whatever it is, we definitely have to build the platform for it to be what it wants to be. Yeah. You know, we can never just be... It's not a set and forget. Yeah, it, yeah. We can't it be can. like you have to do this. You yeah, have to yeah. do jump for LA football club. You have to do the new hockey champ. You have to do that. Who knows? Like you know, everyone's kids' kids might come up with a better version of that shit. Yeah, like you sure. know, there's a, you know, and if you if you no fuck that yeah. we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, hey, no. fuck all your kids. They don't want to come with that shit. No, but it's Slim. It, Slim's, it's, Slim will hit us with that. No, but I, I completely, <laughs> dude. I opened thirty years, forty years. That whoever is doing whatever they're doing at the time, whether it's whether podcasting is the thing or whatever, yeah. they feel the room to create and add. If they see a, a gap, yeah, and they want to fill it and express themselves yeah. in a certain way, the doors have to stay open. Yeah, yeah. always. I'm not a uh, huge proponent of Maoist philosophy, but one thing you did say <laughs> that I agree with is like constant revolution. Yeah, constant revolution for something to to constantly survive. It constantly has to be re-evolved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if if every year there isn't a bunch of new faces that people are seeing around, a bunch of new ideas, you're starting to get static, right? Yeah. Um, I think fresh like, wind, fresh fire, baby. Yeah. And, and I understand for the folks that have been in it and have put, you know, and they have their specific views um, into what support looks like, into how it, how it has to be, and those who have been doing it for longer, even before LAFC started with different teams, I understand the sentiment, and they have the experience. They've seen what works and what doesn't, but they have to be open to hearing new ideas, and they have to be open to, like, you know, bringing new things in because it'll get static and it'll die and it'll get stale if it, yeah. you know, just like all this stuff. One thing that people always brought up about the loan theory that was cool is like it existed in this weird gap where like it was, it wouldn't get played out because it was in such a weird part of town. Not enough people would go there. The artists yeah. were never big enough yeah. to where, you know, yeah, you know. that's where people got discovered, man. Right? It's like, yeah, they would always play someone new and there's this kid who fuck, sometimes they bombed and they were like, eh, whatever. Sometimes they fucking were great and you're like, dude, I fucking love him. like yeah. which I always love Flying Lotus because he's a you know Valley kid mm -hmm. yeah, everyone fucking love that kid mm -hmm. you can go up and talk to him and he would be so fucking cool that's as awesome. fuck yeah you know and that but that's where I feel like we're kind of lucky because like I would talk to the the, the capos and everyone in charge mm -hmm. and everyone kind of has the same kind of vibe where it's like we want to preserve this for the next generation right. yeah. yeah they gotta yeah, yeah they gotta they gotta constantly remember i think everybody has to constantly remember that this is something bigger than yeah. yourself yeah. because if yeah. as soon as you let it be about you or your group or your thing or your way of going about it yeah it's gonna get sick and die and that's no, something yeah, i think all of us here and most of the people listening would hate to see happen it's just right. like the shit to get played out and yeah the cool thing is for the most part, when I talk to people, as long as it's a good day or they're in a good moment, they see the wisdom of that, right? Yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah, you yeah. don't get caught in yeah. like the the rhythm of day things. One thing I wanted to say uh, about Low End Theory, shout out to Togi Monster hey, coming and saying what's up to TSG yeah, at the, uh, the Salt Lake yeah, in the last home game. I saw her sitting down yeah, man. in the front. I was like, you know what? This is rad. You got, yeah. you got now you got like these type of people sure. coming through and checking it out. And I mean, again, people got high bullshit meters. Yeah. You think like these people are gonna be coming to it if it's not? You know, if it's not something yeah. that that is stirring something inside them, making them feel uh, some real palpable feelings, which can be difficult right. in 2008. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, with this second season, like, there's always that wonder, all right, like, can, can we still go as hard as we did the first season? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think we're going harder this season. Oh, definitely. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like, it's, it's a community that's built. Like, what's interesting is, like, I feel like everyone that, 
has delved into the 3252 has either had like a strong connection with some type of community when they were growing up or it's like the first community where they feel accepted it right you yeah. know what i mean <clears throat> yeah. so it seems like that punk scene was like that you where you first fell in love with like yeah. the the Acceptance. idea of yeah. community yeah right where it's like you guys have a, a similar cause a similar love for something like I'm sure Josh and I growing up in like the typical Korean American family our first communities that we fell in love with were church communities mm -hmm. right yeah what was yours Louise I, I mean I'm you know me I'm, I got my pockets in different you know different communities I got I was lucky enough a lot of it came through music mm. um, oh yeah you were deep in the hip-hop community. yeah and different hip-hop communities at different times and mm. even like I lived in Brazil and I was sort of involved with the ballet funk Seen there for a little while. That was its own. The parties in the favelas. The things that fucking come out of your brain and your mouth just fucking this, this, uh, The speakers in the favelas, like you go out there and they're doing talk about DIY, man. Those guys and like the way that the parties they were just like coalesced, like a little storm suddenly just like would right. be in this in this spot and then and they'd bring in the MC who was just like down the block doing his thing and was he gonna blow up? Wasn't he gonna blow up? Like a lot of that music was prohibited by the government. Prohibition. Um, the music down there, but I'm like, <laughs> prohibition, prohibition. Okay. Sorry, I mean, my right. Brazilian accent is not what it was, but um, <laughs> for us to walk this back to to American waters and to a basic American question, and this yeah. is me as as someone who's who, apologies for my ignorance was is straight up is like, the punk scene in the East Coast was predominantly reserved for kind of white males or like. In, in that in the, in the industry and I think Ruben you touched on that a little bit about like just getting stairs or whatever it is but and LA is a different beast for sure but did you and punk as something that is so countercultural and antithetical to the, the mainstream like do you did you even feel that in LA where it was you know in places like The Smell or even um, Low End Theory like where there was this kind of obstruction to complete um, complete acceptance because you're a person of color no, not at all. That's the best thing about LA. Is like, so I'm talking about the Valley punk scene, mm -hmm. dude. There's a whole nother East Los punk scene, right? Mm -hmm. God, those motherfuckers. Yeah, because <laughs> we, <would> <laughs> we would go to those shows, and it would, you, they're fucking nuts. It's a little it's, more territorial. Yeah, shit. yeah, dude. You would get in fights, whatever. Yeah. But but it was always just under the banner of like, we're fucking punk, like we're doing this Fuck fucking. Yeah, yeah, what does that yeah. mean? So when you say you're fucking punk, what does that entail? Like that, that fuck means yeah. everything. Yeah, dude, just fuck, fuck every dude, just like the 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 hip hop version of it. It's just like you know, fuck the cold, like fuck anyone who's trying to hold us down. All right, so right. If authority, they, governments, yeah. teachers, yeah, yeah, yeah. parents, Any, uh, anyone older brothers, has, siblings, yeah, yeah. fucking capitalism. Yeah, gotcha. the, you know, like the, the, yeah, the you system. Got a feisty yeah. right now. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit of a punk. I never got the. Did I get the patches? I, mean, I never got not full bore on the patches, but man, I was like. I was really into punk rock. This was dope. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm from are, a countercultural. Yeah, you guys I inherited inside. Okay. My yeah. the hippieism that I inherited and like yeah, the yeah. countercultural that is like my inheritance culturally. Right, right, right. We didn't have a ton of. We are like so far removed from actual ancestral origins that like, you know, that's just the counterculture thing and like opting out of like what you're what was expected of you. Right, right. And of course, dude, when you got teenage angst, when you got like that that fucking passion in your yeah, blood, yeah. you you do it in an angry fashion or you yeah. do it in a in an intense fashion right right and um yeah man i remember all that i, I used, you know and like on the commercial side like i used to also go to the warp tour and stuff yeah. when i was younger and like go see like those bands and you know when it started broaching on like pop punk is like mm -hmm. started when i was starting to ditch out of it but i was never like into the backyard scene gotcha. um, like like he was but 
in terms of what you brought up, like, I don't know if, if this, the experience is the same for you, but like, yeah, the racial, the racial element in Los Angeles didn't, in, in the punk scene and in the uh, hip hop scene mm-hmm. and in the beat scene, didn't really, it wasn't as prominent. It was pretty, pretty mixed. Like, yeah. you go to those shows, man, you just, yeah, it's like anybody and everybody. Anyway, yeah, dude, if you pull, if that was your yeah. thing, if you were into that, yeah, dude, if you your band was dope, we loved you. If you yeah. wanted a pit, make good beats. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could spit, no. um, I think naturally, you know, by virtue of just the the types of people that are here, I don't yeah. think it was like seg- segmented as like that. Maybe yeah. certain bands from certain parts of the, yeah. maybe like some East Coast band from here would come. Maybe they would draw a certain crowd, but like right. I, don't, I don't have tons of memories of like. Gotcha. Being like weirded out by yeah, it was, stuff. it's never. That's the thing is like LA's never been like. It's definitely is is, you know, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Like majority. Do you but feel like being Mexican American added a dimension to your punk fan? Uh no, not honestly. Gotcha. No, because it, it was always just a mix. Gotcha. Everybody yeah. was out there. Is everyone? Yeah, because you all have your Latino hip hop heads. You have your Latino heavy metal heads, yeah, yeah, punk heads. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's so diverse out here that it's kind of. Like, and everyone holds their ground. Like, nobody's yeah. going to be a bitch about it. Like, right, we, right. we're not going to go to a fucking concert and someone's going to be like, you can't be here. And we're going to be like, okay, yeah. we're going to go home. Like, no, all right, we'll actually, fight. Yeah. Like, totally. That's, that's what it's bizarre. It's not bizarre, but it's, it's strange for me here, though, because, like, growing up, and I realize this now, it's like, LA was always a half or a full generation ahead. Of. Well, it's just New York people are assholes. <laughs> that, that's true. You can say that. He's been there now. But we, we were talking about it. It's like New York people are assholes, but LA people got their guns to protect the territory. Territorial yeah. is territorial regardless, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, that's why, you know, LA people, like, the thing is, like you said, it's about the Valley punk scene. Like, gotcha. ev- you have your own it's pockets everywhere, you know what yeah. I mean? You had your OC Asians, and then you had your K-Town Asians. Like, they were two different things. Like, right, right, right. Um, Like, literally, like... An area code, like I, I back in the day, you get in fights because you're, you'd be having a cigarette outside, and someone would be like, "Oh, where are you like friendly conversation? Oh, where are you from? I'm from Cerritos." But like, fuck Cerritos. All right, well now we're fighting. I don't oh, even know yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah. that's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, like I guess we're fighting now. Yeah. Like that's just kind of how it was out here. When we but, talk about gatekeepers. That's, that's essentially. I think that's the gatekeepers are stronger on the east. That's the, that's essentially what I think that oh, is. The old it, barriers. It definitely is here in the west. And I'm telling you, it killed a lot of scenes. Like, fuck are you? Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And that's my big worry for, like, LAFC. just LAFC and the, the you know, the 3252. It's like, oh my. Could get hyped to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valid. Yeah, it is a scary thing because, like, it's, you love it so much. And it's like, I, why does this feel familiar? I'm like, oh, yeah, no, because Because you've been part of it. And, yeah. and, and, and we keep using the word community, but I would say, like, another good word for it, at least the inertia that these things sometimes feel like when you're involved in them, is like a movement. It feels like a movement. I know that's like another one of these like cliche words that gets tapped on, but it feels like there's a kinetic energy involved in it. There's motion underway. It's not like community is kind of like permanent, more feeling like, and how long movements last and how all encompassing they can can't be, and the things that get in the way of them are all things that like people involved in LAFC and these other things (coughs) always need to be aware of in order to evolve and keep going and like find a way to continue to. Bring people together in the city. Be the campfire. Uh, push the sport forward. Yeah, yeah. Do forward-thinking things on the business side. like, And all of that stuff, I've constantly impressed with the ways in which it's it still evolves. But there's yeah. no promise of tomorrow that being the case. There's For always sure. the, the possibility that bad ideas, you know, gain traction and yeah. silly things happen. And, you know, I think we all 
anyone involved with man, like from the journalists who cover whatever, we all have to like, you know, keep those things in mind. And I think all of our experiences watching, like it, like I was saying before, like watching you, the band you like, you know, get big and do whack things. Yeah. <laughs> or the scene. I mean, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, no, but like um, with the, the taping off of the, the front sections, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, you know, uh, wait, who's here's on Reddit? Because it's like you you read the Reddit LAFC. People yeah, were pissed, yeah. like, why is this taped off? Why is it taped? I want to, I want to, I wanted this to be open. You said it was shoulder to shoulder, blah, totally. blah blah. You know, and then I give credit to Black Army, who was like, dude, you're right, fuck it, you're right. And Corvos, yeah, yeah, dude. And they were just like, you know what? One, because they started it, and then everyone was like, you know what, you're right. Like, let's not tape off the front. Yeah, but if you're gonna come to the front, you better fucking bring it. Right, right, right. You know, and then I'm like. I was like, because I was worried for a second. I was like, oh, I'm like, fuck, dude, do you want to do that? Do you want to tape off and your front a, section? Yeah. But it's like, no, to give people opportunity to like come to the front and either they bring it or they don't because they'll go back up top and, you know, not bring it as much as they would yeah. in the front. But to give people that opportunity is like really important. But I also think that it's, it, it came after a full year of creating the foundation of no, what yeah, it yeah. You and know I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. If, no I no. think if we untaped it in the beginning, we it, wouldn't it have been yeah, able yeah, to yeah. do what we did. No, no, yeah, no. I yeah, give yeah, yeah. full credit to everyone for like so I, I think that base. I think the beautiful thing is is that we're doing things the right way and sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. No, yeah. Like you I said, dude, I mean? it's like you were you guys were doing such a great job up front that people wanted to come in. Exactly. And then like people were kind of scared at the moment, be like, Well, what if you don't come like we do come? Mm. Like like why the fuck are we not partying like you like we want to? Mm. But the moment you bring that tape down, you realize, like, dude, everyone wants to party. Yeah, like, yeah Everyone yeah. wants to fucking First, cheer. we needed Every... to show them the example, yes, and then once we yeah, open yeah, it up, yeah. like, you know yeah. what it is now? Like, if, if you can't handle it, like... Right. Yeah, like, go back and I'm, go back to the top left and the top right where yeah, it's yeah. fucking dead, you Bitches motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you fucking step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step like, up. step up. Everyone step up. Like, fuck, man. Like, let's do this shit. But you said that, like, you don't even always know you're doing the right thing. I would, I would argue that's that comes down to what like good leadership looks like in terms of um having enough like the whole idea of the council having enough like intelligent people in the room not intelligent in like the smart terms of word, like people who know who've got who are in it for the right reasons that's right. the best way to put it in the room that are making collective decisions yeah. it's going to be hard to do the wrong thing if you don't have like in some big ego self-serving yeah. something at the, at the head of the table right like yeah. as long as there's this going on it's hard to uh to mess it up so so i mean I'm, you brought up like movement language and even what you said just now is really 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 apt is and ruben what you said is really weighing heavily on my head because it's like things die out because of bad decisions what you just said right and things things can happen like that but the the reality of the situation is the supply is really limited it's just the safe safe amount of people who can stand in that section mm-hmm. And the hey, taping they, taping off is a big big yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they built the stadium with the ability to add more seats. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what we're looking at right now. And right. I think we're, so, we're hopefully aiming towards that in yeah. very near future. But the reality of it is like, I get where the movement is going, and I see the pieces moving where it's like, supporter groups have to care. Some supporter groups like D nine have to carry about a thousand members plus, mm-hmm. and ticketing for that, and mm-hmm. what's safe for that, and what's this, and just. It's, I see all the pieces and I don't want to be the gatekeepers in that regard, but even what we talked about before about active support and yet not shutting out the people who can easily become a part of that mm-hmm. is such a difficult situation. Oh, yeah. And I have no, I don't know if I have the answers. I know that the, the thing I feel most confident about is like if you get to know all the SG leaders, randoms who are just LEC fans get to know SG leaders personally, you'll know we have the best intentions at heart. If that, is that enough? 
to maintain this this momentum going forward. Well, there's it's no promises. Game. There's yeah, outside there's circumstances, yeah. right? Yeah, there's yeah. things. The economics of it could change. The yeah. uh, the league could change. The there's an incident, a big incident that like not a ton of people are a part of could evolve everything. Right. Yeah. Dude, there's so many things that can change can it. Yeah. Like, there's no telling. There's no safeguards against like impossible failure. And part of that's like what it takes to the leap to be involved in something like right. this is like okay, knowing that it. it could be taken away. It's a little yeah. bit like falling in love. You might get your yeah. ass dumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. If you're no, gonna dude, throw, you're, dude, my first night ever in the North End, because so like my first four games, I was in the 200 sections, right? Twenty, thirty dollars. Yeah, loved it. But I would see the north end and be like, I want to fucking go there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I need to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first uh, Open Cup game. Mm-hmm. Fucking just walked in. I, I did, this is why I fucking fell in love with this team instantly. Security was cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because if you go to the Dodger Stadium, if you go to a uh, Laker game, you go to Kings game, security is very tight. Yeah. You know, well, the dope thing about it is, like, the 3252 leaders have created a. A relationship with those security yeah. guys so that's why they're more dude, and, uh, and legit i remember i walked up and i was like i just want to check it out mm-hmm. security guy was like yeah go for it go for it check it out i fucking go in and i'm like holy shit i'm like this is so dope mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I, I, fuck, I remember the end of the night i ended up breaking up a fight mm-hmm. and it was so dumb it was it was like so just people like me who who came in who want were curious mm-hmm. and uh established not established but one of the groups was you know waving his flag doing mm-hmm. his thing but the person who was behind him didn't understand that. Like, dude, that's what to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you wave your flag, mm-hmm. you know. Eventually, tries to pull down his flag and a fight ensues. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like in the middle of it, just like... Because I remember, because they were fighting right next to me and you're, you make that decision. Either you back up and uh-huh. you're like, let him fight or uh-huh. you step in the middle and you're like, uh-huh. yeah. fuck off. And I was like, dude, I was like, I love this thing so much. Like, I can't just let this happen. Right, right. You just had like I, a bone you, storm, like... It was just more like a common sense. Like, I've seen this so many <laughs> times. Motherfuckers just fight. I'm like, yeah, step yeah. in the middle. I'm like, dude, you need to fuck off. You need to fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that was the last time I've ever seen like that kind of... Yeah, it's it's yeah, tied down yeah. a lot. I think people, it's just and, they're they're not used to that yeah, type. Yeah, and that's of, the thing yeah, is like that first season. Yeah, yeah. yeah shout out to Mark does. and LSC thirty two two social media be like publishing like educating flag people. warnings and yeah, yeah stuff. dude, and like telling everyone like, dude, this is what you expect. Right, right, right. And you're right. Like the way that Sam and I got in as very new supporters, we could just we ended up at the perfect time to get in and where we were embraced and accepted. What is to stop? people just like us yeah. who got in a little later than us, you know? And we're trying to mitigate that. Yeah. We're trying to figure that out. It's just, yeah. we need more fucking seats <laughs> at the end of the day. It's it's just like, but I love that you brought up US Open Cup. I mean, there yeah. are going to be other competitions right. other opportunities yeah, to sort people. of like test out yeah, yeah. different ways to allocate tickets, different right, ways right, to right. sort of introduce people to things. Yeah. There's something to say that they might not knock down another a stand and put safe standing there. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? There's Anything's possible if it's all done the right way. Right, right. Yeah. And totally, I think if talking to any 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 casual, more casual fans here, it's just like you are equally embraced and loved by our capos, by our SGs. But from, I mean, Jimmy tests all the time. We have a job to do. And you that's, a motherfucking job for LA. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a strange aspect that is it's completely leisure. We spend money to be here to hang out and have fun, yeah. but it's a job to do at the same yeah, time. Yeah. And so it's a weird distinction to have to make and a, and a presence of mind to be in, but that's what makes us good. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, like, even, even us, like, you know, being part of supporters groups and being, like, a leader in that, like, we, we recently had to decide not to plan events or drinking events 
the night before the night match before. day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so, big for Sam. Yeah, y'all know me. I love to party. Like, if I'm out, I'm going. And that's kind of the reason. Like, and I think we've attracted those types of people within our like within our group. Is this like, if we go out, they're... Yeah, people who are active. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They're, they're not just active in the stands, but active in the There ain't no hold up. Like, we're not going to... We're not going to pace ourselves we're gonna go so yeah, it's yeah. you know what i mean like i like i i, I kind of realized that first in new york when i got that hangover on you know <laughs> the, the day before the match i was like i can't feel like this tomorrow right so we didn't really no i still hey, a little but. i do want to give it up speaking of new york I, th- I don't know if I mentioned this on the New York episode, but uh, Julio from, from D9 that day, he turned to me and he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's like the Saturday thing. He's just like, or he's like, I hate Sunday matches on away days, you know, because everyone goes out on Saturday yeah. night. Oh, yeah, you and mentioned I love, it. Yeah, yeah, I heard but, it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I love that idea because I, I, I want people to understand that, like, just as Bob is tinkering with the team and he's he's got his players on a system, yeah. like, a lot of the leaders behind the scenes, yeah. the, the heroes that you don't see, they're doing stuff to ensure that, like, people can be the loudest that they can be. The songs yeah. can be as on point as they can be. The drumming's on point. Like, everything. Like, yeah. people, this isn't... This is... It's more than spontaneous. It's more than, like, just, like, a bunch of people coming over. Having yeah, it's more than just a trip. Them. Like, yeah. there right. is a reason to be yeah. there. And I encourage, sure. I, again, yeah. I encourage people to just go out and, like, yeah. learn more about it and decide how they fit in. You know? yeah. Maybe you got to stand up at the top. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe I you know. go to a game now and again and, and do your thing. But, yeah. like... Appreciate appreciate the people who are yeah. making it happen. I think this is my favorite thing about this right now is it's so experimental. Yeah, yeah. And just like with the punk scene, with a lot of you know, uh, low in theory is just like it's never gonna be like you know. I was like, oh, you do a ten. Year, what is this gonna be in ten years? What is it? It's just not gonna be what this is for the next right. The the beginning right. Of years, right? Like, dude, we're all gonna be older. We're all gonna be established. We're right. all gonna have the rules. We're all gonna. It just won't be this wild west of like right. the supporter group. Right. It'll right. be something you different know? for sure. Yeah, it'll be different, dude. All the reason more to just enjoy it now. Yeah, and enjoy like, the phase dude. of whatever. You're and that's, in. dude, my favorite moment of last year was that fucking playoff game. The last fifteen minutes, when yeah. the whole stadium. Ugh. Ugh, dude, I remember I was drunk as shit. I was fucking chanting as fuck, yeah, and yeah. then I stopped for a second, and I was like. What is that noise? And I was like, oh, that's the rest of the stadium. Yeah. And that noise is just getting back to us. Yeah. And I was just drinking. I was just like, a tear. I was yeah. just like, yeah, man. holy fuck. I mean, you yeah. know, we if all got a glimpse of it. Exactly. Yeah, we all got a glimpse of what that is. And then we got another glimpse with the fucking Huka yeah. Chan. And we were like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that's okay. our entire favorite thing. Yeah, like, yeah. We say it all the time is when the 3000 becomes 22. And yeah. that is exactly what we're working towards. Yeah. What, I mean, in Tea Time of Dues, I started off as a projection thing. But it's like, I... You said, in the future, what will we look like? What will we become? We have no idea. I mean, I, in my supporter, I said, I'd be like, oh, I'd love it if the sports actually enveloped like 40% of the stadium. You have mothers and expecting children and stuff like on the side with like the box seats who can be the box seats over there. But yeah. is that what it's going to look like? I don't know. For what we can, what we can own up to, the supporter section will be rocking. I want every row from the first to the very top one to, to own that. Mm-hmm. But I'd like for us to start eating other 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 parts of the stadium as well. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly what that looks like, you're right. We don't know. I mean, it's already started with the, the East End. Right? Yeah. Like right. that, that for the first two sections definitely get more involved than, you know what yeah. I mean, than they have in the yeah. past. So it's slowly happening. I exactly. think, you know, hopefully by, by the second half of this season, like the whole stadium, yeah. you know. Yeah. We have some things coming out, you know. The we're we're printing out some cards so people know more of the lyrics yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, um, that's also sad. Like I remember the 
a couple of games, fuck, it was like the fourth, fifth game mm-hmm. we went to, and they actually had the printed out mm-hmm. chats, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, where are those at? Dude, like, we fucking need it. <coughs> they got it on Instagram, like, yeah, but you yeah. Know, yeah. You know, sometimes it's nice Hey, don't sleep on this outside. Dude. They, they got print, print out comments. Those guys bring it. I remember the, uh, the Dortmund game, I sat on this outside, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it, and I was like, damn, this is fucking fun, dude. Like, I fucking love these. Like, they're into it. Yeah. And that was way early into the season, so now I can only imagine now, where like, you know. Let's get on the same page and be unified doing so, because we don't want to end up like everyone else where it's fractured. We want to be led by one voice because we're on the fucking same side. That's, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. big thing. And then I think some of the OG supporter um, heads are like a little wary or skeptical about that, but it's like, this is how we have to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like we have to, we have to involve, we have to, we have to embrace people. Cause that's, that's what, how me and Sam were embracing in, the, in this section to yeah. be, to be quite well, We had to force our, our way in a little bit, For but sure. we definitely had, had embraced during the process. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think the most beautiful thing about like what we got from the first segment with you was he said, um, I, I don't have time to be at everything and do everything, but what I can offer is humor, mm-hmm. right? So that's the most beautiful thing about this whole LAFC community is like, even if you can't be at everything, if someone has something to offer, they're offering it yeah. and yeah. it's being accepted. That's part of the inertia. It's part of the, it's yeah, part of the movement. The speed, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Dude, I mean, you never hate anyone who doesn't volunteer or does who's not there for no. for tifos or to do but they'll give you the money they'll mm-hmm. give you the fuck anything else anything else they'll mm-hmm. give you anything else find a way to get involved yeah yeah, yeah. there's a yeah, 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 yeah. exactly yeah, I, and I, I, this, that's kind of what this pod and you know the our community or movement is about it's like it, we're not asking for much we're just asking for if you have anything to offer let's go like yeah. yeah let's go and uh, if you don't have anything to offer and you post bone storm <laughs> memes Shout out Ruben, shout out to uh, German, German yeah. on that. Yeah, get credit the bone us. Credit you know, get us. Yeah, credit credit. Come on, guys. Yeah. This is coming from the minds of some Simpsons heads who've been watching <laughs> this shit for a long time, helping you yeah, tie yeah. your memories with your childhood, kids. Yeah, yeah. So once that next check mark goes on that revenge list, make sure you guys at LAFC no, Bonestorm. Yeah. Don't disrespect the movement. Yeah. I don't care if you're a fucking fan, if you're an actual player, fucking credit us. Yeah, L- yeah, LAFC Rich. Yeah. At that man. Where the hell you at, Rich? Hey, you know what? I 100% give Rich credit for giving me the idea. Because he was like, what do you do when you check everyone off? And I was like, I, I didn't even think I don't, that I don't give away. No, no, don't worry. There's an idea. But he'd said it, and I was just like, oh my god, you motherfucker, I love you more than now than ever, because you just gave me that. <laughs> it was awesome, and I fucking started laughing. Hollywood like, Rich with the new yeah, good yeah, hair, yeah. bro. He different yeah. out here this season. <laughs> I'm trying to go my shit out like Rich, and he fucking cut that. What do you mean? You look like, you've been looking like Lee. You've been trying to look like Rich ever. Chubby Lee, no looking ass. All right. Well, and on that note, yeah. this has been another episode of the FCFC pod. Good people of Los Angeles. Good day. Have a good week. Dude, Ruben, thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks for all the tea, the blueberries, see you in, and things. Uh, Cincinnati. Hey. hey, we're gonna have a flag out, LAFC Bonestorm flag. Oh, oh for real? Come say hi, dude. Like we fucking hey. want to meet everyone. Let's yeah. go. We'll, we'll see you at the tailgate. Yeah. If this if this comes out, whenever this comes oh, out. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, The flag hey, will hey. make more appearances we'll, than one. Uh, we'll always yeah. have a flag. Yeah, the flag yeah. is dope. Flag will always be. Yeah. Always find the flag. Yes. Thanks for the CBD tea. It's already making me sleepy. FCFC. FC 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 FC